0: Welcome to our New Testament Devotional Guide. Today we are in the book of Philippians and the first chapter. Paul wrote the book of Philippians while he was in prison in Rome, 60 to 63 AD. The key word in this book is the word joy. It is used as a noun about five times, and then the call to rejoice some 11 times. Now he's writing to all the saints in Philippi, the overseers, those are the pastors or the bishops, it says, and the deacons. Paul loves this church and their furthering of the gospel, and they are like a family to him. So he emphasizes this family kind of feel, and notice what a family is supposed to look like. First off, a family is going to keep each other in their mind. Notice verse number three, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Paul remembers this church. He keeps them in his mind, and as he thinks about them, he is grateful. He makes his request for them with joy and he recognizes the fellowship or their partnership in the gospel. And he is assured that the good work that God began in them, he's going to continue to do in verse number six. Then as a family, we also hold each other in our hearts. Notice in verse number seven, he says, it's right for me to think of you this way because I have you in my heart. There's that that love emphasis, I think about you, you're in my heart, and he uh, lays out for them and shows that he has and longs for them with the affection of Christ. Then we lift each other in our prayers. Notice verse number nine, and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more. He prays for their their love to abound. He prays for their life, that they would live a sincere and godly life until Jesus comes, that they would approve the things that are excellent, verse number 10. And then he prays that they would bear spiritual fruit. Notice verse 11, being filled with the fruit of righteousness. Then a family is not only going to keep each other in mind and heart and prayers, but they're going to work with each other. Now, specifically as a church family, we work with each other in the gospel. And that's what Paul emphasizes in verse 12 through 26. Paul is in prison and he knows that the church is concerned about him. But he says, look, this has turned out for good that I'm in prison because now the palace guard has been able to to hear the message of Christ. And now because I've been sharing in Jesus and and I've been able to share about those in the palace guard who've heard the gospel and some who've received the gospel, now the church is becoming more bold to share the gospel as well. And Paul even emphasizes and says, you know, there's some people out there who are not preaching Christ for right motives in verse number 16 and following. But he he says they're not preaching with the sincere motive that they should, but overall, Christ is preached. That's what he says in verse number 18. And because Christ is preached, he rejoices. Then, and finally, we find that Paul and the church and us as a family, we stand with each other in the faith. Notice in verses 27 through 30. Paul gives that picture that we are going to stand together. He says, whether I'm with you or I just hear about you, we need to stand fast in one spirit, verse number 27. And then we are going to, in one mind, strive together for the faith of the gospel, which ultimately, he says that there are people and adversaries against them so that we may even have to suffer for the gospel. Verse 29, it's been granted to you not only Uh, on on behalf of christ not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake hey as you live for jesus you have the privilege to live the gospel and to stand fast and to strive so that others hear but don't forget suffering sometimes comes with that as that we have adversaries in this world